Well, good evening and welcome to Heart of Indie Radio tonight. We are in for a treat. We have singer-songwriter Parker Gray, who's on the rise, by the way, all the way from Vancouver, British Columbia, here in our studio tonight to talk about music and the journey of being a musician. And I correct myself, a country singer-songwriter, Parker Gray. Um, Parker Gray is one of those uh, individuals that really caught my attention um, on Instagram. I just, I think she's great. Wonderful music, really strong songwriter, and a heart of gold. So tonight, please welcome Parker Gray. How are you? Oh my gosh, you're so kind. I think I'm. Well, it's true. If this was a video, I'd be blushing, and you and people would be like, "Whoa, okay." That's so kind of you, and I'm so so grateful and so honored to be here. And thank you for reaching out. It's so great to finally connect and and actually be be chatting. Yeah, to be chatting exactly. Well, I was really excited when you. I had some time to talk with us tonight because it's uh, it's definitely um, you know I think one one of those things when you when you do come across an artist like yourself, you do want to kind of be like oh hey do you want to do you want to chat with us on our station? Is um, Heart of Indie Radio is all about uh, you know the indie artist and and giving back and staying positive and and you know being a community of listeners that can really come together and uh, and celebrate great things like good music. So. Really honored to have you here. Now you have. This is really exciting, you guys. This is uh, this is news to me. I didn't realize this until just recently. But you've actually been chosen as one of the top twelve artists in the B- in the BC area, so British Columbia, as being a country music breakthrough. Uh, yeah. And and there's a project that's actually come through. So it's called the Country Music Breakthrough Project 2020. And you've been selected as being one of the top twelve artists. Uh, in your area. And that's a, a massive compliment. Um, how does it feel? And, and what sort of doors has that opened for you with this kind of achievement? I'd love for our listeners to know. Yeah, it, honestly, a friend of mine mentioned it and was like, you should really look out for this. And it's something that they do kind of every year um, with one of the local bars here, the Roxy. And um, when I heard about it, I was like, I don't have a chance for this. Like, I'm kind of new on the scene. And like, I don't have enough credit. Like I, I'm not, I'm not out here doing so doing as much as a lot of the other artists at this time. And I was like, I don't know. And then I got selected and I was like, Whoa, this is so crazy. Like, I guess they really like what I'm doing. And I mean, I've spent so much time over the last couple of years writing and, and just really trying to hone in on, on what I believe in and what I want my music to sound like. And so it was cool to see that somebody else likes it. (laughs) It was, it was a very big honor, and I was very surprised to be selected, and I got to share the stage with a bunch of incredible BC artists. I mean, there's some insane talent um, in our area, but after the show, so we kind of did a show, we did a showcase, and and after the show, I had, like, and this was just prior to COVID-19 popping off, and, like, I just had shows booked back-to-back. I was like, whoa, okay, this is awesome, so it opened up a lot of doors from, like, a a live performance perspective, a lot of conversations of just like, hey, what are you doing? Like, when's new music coming out? Lots of questions from people in the industry and other songwriters and and artists wanting to work and collaborate, which is is my biggest thing. I just love collaborating with other artists. I find it so inspiring and, and just, it really does change your career and how you write songs and and show up out in the world. So it's been, it's been, it was wild, like to honestly be selected and then do the showcase and then to see the influx of, of questions and, and appearances and all those things. And then to have COVID-19 kind of 
put a little bit of a wash on everything temporarily, but it did open lanes for virtual writing that uh, I didn't have before. So super great. Lots of, and I think that it, you know, even though COVID might've put a little bit of a damper on things, it definitely has just opened conversation that I didn't have before with people and different artists and, and me kind of getting on the scene here and, and uh, infiltrating myself into the community a bit more, but it's all going to come back. It will all come back. So I, yeah, it's been a complete honor and so exciting. And it's, it's a great way to kind of start off um, my career in this, in the city as a country artist. That's just so awesome. I'm really proud of you. And it's nice Thank to know you. that, that that's, uh, you know, that positivity that you do carry with you that I think is, was yeah. what first inspired me to, you know, um, connect with you. I think just your reaction to, you know, having been selected, it is an opportunity, then COVID yeah. happens. And what you what you're about to do with it is, you know, your reaction is, is, is great, because it's like, okay, well, I'm not doing live shows now, but I can do I can do streaming, I can yeah. connect with other artists, I can do songwriting. And I think yeah. staying creative, especially during this time, uh, is, is so important, because I think so many things are going to come out of you know, us writers at the, at, at yeah. this time, uh, that maybe, you know, wouldn't have happened, uh, if, if we weren't in this position. So that's really nice to hear you say that. I'd love to know a little bit about and share with our listeners the story of how you were once focused on EDM music and pop music okay. and, yeah. and, and what that journey was like, cause I, I really, I'm so curious. And then yeah. how, how then do you find the writing process kind of navigating from that world to now country is it different yeah just maybe share a little bit about that that would be awesome so I released a pop single in 2018 under a different artist name and I I've kind of I went from doing like pop electro um into pop music in and that whole process I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to write really cool music and that was that I kind of did a disservice to myself putting so much pressure because I think I was like, okay, it needs to sound like Lord and it needs to sound like Ellie Golding and it needs to sound like Billie Eilish and it needs to sound like all these people who were who were at like a really bright time in their career and continue to be. But I just put so much pressure and I wasn't telling a genuine story and and I couldn't find the right words a lot of the time and I'd get really discouraged and um, pop was just hard for me. It was so hard at the time when I was writing for myself. And then it started to, I met some gals here who, who were top lining on EDM stuff. And I was like, Oh, okay, this is cool. And they're like, you should really come in and write with us and, and kind of jump in on these tracks. I was like, okay. And even then like top lining from like, when you're writing from an empty track or you're writing from just an idea or a theme, the runway is just different. And I found when I was top lining, it, it still gave you an infrastructure and it gave you a feeling and it gave you a vibe. And sometimes the producers would have a working title that you could kind of base the concept or the theme of the song around. And so it still felt, it didn't feel fully genuine to me. Like I didn't feel like I was really writing from a place of um, emotion or uh, life experience. I felt like I was just writing for a feeling, which was still cool and relevant, but I was having a hard time attaching to it. And then in 20, late 2017, early 2018, I wrote a country track with some guys in St. Louis. Um, and that was the catalyst to me going country. And at that point, I was like, oh, man, I've missed 
the mark. Like, this is the stuff that I really should be doing. Like, I love storytelling, and I'm a sad girl at heart, and I, like, love heartbreak. And (laughs) I think I, like, get myself (laughs) into situations to, like, feel and write crazy things. But it was a song that totally transformed the way I wrote, and I just hadn't thought about it, which is crazy because I grew up in a small town in Ontario where, like, all we did was listen to country music. So I don't know, like it was an interesting journey. I think just who I grew up with in, in terms of artists and and what was on MTV or what was on much music and all of that was very pop. And so I think I just thought like, that's where I was supposed to be. So what's funny now though, is like now that I've done this transition from pop to EDM and gone into country, now when I go back to write pop and EDM music, it's so easy. It's almost like, it's a it's a weird disconnect. Like it's almost like now I I treat everything like I'm I'm writing a country song and then apply it to a pop or EDM beat. And I think with the crossover that's happening from pop to to country is we're seeing that with like Diplo just releasing his latest record with people like Cam and and Ben Burgess and um, all these all these pop artists that are doing really cool things and country artists that are doing really cool cool things and coming together and creating these amazing tracks. So I think that crossover helped me understand, oh, just because you're writing like a sad heartbreak song that, you know, maybe you have a bit of country twang to it doesn't mean it can't apply to an EDM or or more of a pop beat. So I think the process has been fascinating for myself, but now it's now it's cool because I feel like I can get get into a place for pop artists where when I'm co-writing, then I'm like, okay, I can do this. Like I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> like, for the longest time, <laughs> I felt like I was just like it was the blind leading the blind. But yeah, it's been such an interesting process, and I don't know. I just love writing songs. I just love making people feel some things. <laughs> like, oh man. Well, you're certainly good at that. I love I love the. Yeah the description of heartbreak diary notes, you know, um, yeah. and, and lyrics, because I, I love how also when you, when you do post something on Instagram and sometimes yeah. you're maybe even testing out lyrics or you've written yeah. something and you share it and it's, it's, it's so, um, intimate and vulnerable. And, and I think it's really lovely to kind of let your heart, you know, just kind of share like that so freely, because I think it also gives people permission to yeah. feel things, you know, yeah. because, because you're willing, you're saying, Hey, you know, let's be real. This is, this is how I'm feeling. And I think, yeah, I really admire that about you. I wonder how with, with now the kind of the journey that you've described with, you know, growing up in Ontario and listening to country music and then writing pop and EDM and then going back to uh, country. And then of course, how you write in in general is because it comes from a love of writing. Mm -hmm. How do you sort of juggle being the indie artist, the country singer songwriter, and managing streaming and and kind of managing like all the different aspects that kind of come with being an artist of today you know the juggling act right of wearing the 500 hats balancing yeah. studio sessions writing sessions your own career and then of course being in in PR which is what you do um yeah. you know and that's that just sounds like a massive undertaking and a lot of organizing so are you a good organizer by nature or, <laughs> or oh, if you had to man. be? <laughs> I think I'm learning every day. Like, like you said, between being an artist, I coach CrossFit, I work full time. I am trying to be a songwriter for other songwriters. Like it, what business has taught me, I've been in business. I mean, since I moved to Vancouver almost 10 years ago and like 
what it's taught me is like the scheduling is so important <laughs> and mm-hmm. like really being mindful of your time and how much time you're spending on something and and when it you hit that wall you hit that roadblock just take a step away do something different and come back like I've had to try so hard. I've, I've, there's been so many days where I'm like pounding my head against the wall being like, I need to write this song. I need to write this verse. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I end up burning through all this time and then work backlogs and then the gym backlogs and all of the other things. So scheduling is so important and really being mm-hmm. mindful of the time that you have and, 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 you know, doing like looking at your priority list of things and figuring out that balancing act of what needs to come first and and then what are the things that can wait until later but then not letting them fall off the off the wagon um but it's hard I mean I'm a full-time I have a full-time job and like I don't want to do that forever I want to be an artist and I want to be a songwriter and and that's the goal but I mean I live in an expensive city that requires you to pay the bills unfortunately so Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a challenge but in a way Sometimes I think it's really good for me because I do super well under pressure mm-hmm. and I admit it, but I, it's always been that way for me. And I think knowing, okay, I have to be, these are my working hours. Okay. I can fit some music in here and there throughout the day. Okay. I got to be at the gym. I got a coach and I come home and I have a couple hours to maybe sit down and do admin emails for music or brainstorm ideas for a write I have coming up or whatever it is. So I think I, I think it's almost kind of good. Like not having too much time has made me focus that much harder and keep me focused on my goals because I don't have all this time to kind of go on tangents and, and, and do crazy things that aren't, that aren't necessary. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like it's every day is, is different. And some days the wrench gets thrown in and you're like, man, okay, now what? And now I have to reprioritize my week or my day. And it's not easy, but it's not easy for anybody. And I think everybody's got their different, you know, everybody's going through stuff and it's not, it's not like you can't lean on people for support. And I think that's something that I've had to really dive into as well Is like put your pride in your back pocket for 10 (laughs) minutes and ask for help. Like you're not, you don't have all the answers and you don't have all the best ideas. So like ask for help when it, when you're really struggling and, that's been a big part of my journey as well. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a juggle. (laughs) It's a serious, it is a circus (laughs) act in my house at all times. Like I'm on the phone and I'm like trying to play piano. I'm doing a co-write. And then I'm like, I'm late for this meeting. Like I gotta go. (laughs) Like it's all man on the best of days. It's crazy, but I'm, I'm trying to do my best. Like we all are. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, definitely. Well, that's, yeah, that does sound like a lot of juggling, but it's, it's good that what you've said too, I think as a, as a reminder to our listeners out there that maybe are up and coming, you know, artists themselves and about the prior, you know, prioritizing your day and scheduling and being, you know, just kind of, and then when you do kind of come to a place where the work has, has to have a little bit of a detour, um, it is important to sort of take a break. And, and I think that that's, that takes a lot of courage to also say that and 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 do that so that's awesome I'd and love for our listeners like, to <laughs> yeah sorry go ahead I was gonna say also just like asking like when you don't know what to do ask yeah. like ask someone ask a friend ask someone in the industry that you might look up to or someone that you can I ha- I've had mentors my whole life in different in different places of business and sometimes just asking you're like oh this isn't so bad like you can actually get a bit more perspective and really understand and and sometimes asking seems like a big thing or you feel like you're putting something on somebody, but yeah, like just 
taking a step back and asking questions and, and reaching out to people helps so much. Oh man, I oh. wish I had earlier on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Because that's actually what, my, what I was going to say, because it was starting to sound like, you know, this, this great advice for, for other artists. And so then I was like thinking, okay, well, what's, what's that positive message that you'd like to leave with listeners this evening that, you know, um, that you've either learned along the way and or you are sort of taking with you at this moment just about, you know, I think everyone can, can use encouragement, but we, we pride ourselves on doing that every night when we have our shows, just um, really bringing that kind of positivity and, and so that people don't feel alone. So I'd love to get your thoughts because you do, you have such uh, you are a wordsmith. So I'd love for um, you to share your heart tonight with, with our listeners and just some, you know, a, a positive kind of, spin on things it would be great yeah so one thing i had a mentor a couple years ago and one thing he told me in one of my first sessions with him was don't believe everything you think and we're in this world where social media can be the biggest inspiration and sometimes it like crushes your soul and i know Mm -hmm. i have this all the time and even outside of social media like i go into co-writing sessions and i'm like man, these people are talented. Like they're coming up with things so fast. And I like, I'm not as fast as these people And that comparison and that constant, you're being inundated with talent. Like we're in a place where there's so many talented people and they're coming to the surface faster, 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 faster. And you sit there and you're like, I'm not as good as that person. I can't write as fast as that person. I don't sing like that person. I don't have Christina Aguilera vocals, but I also don't sound like this person. And that constant comparison and that internal chatter can absolutely just debilitate you and not believing everything you think because everything you think isn't right. Just because you're thinking it doesn't mean it's right or true or, or real. And I've had a lot of times where I've been sitting in my room being stuck on lyrics or, or come out of a co-writing session and it didn't go as planned or, or like I didn't get a gig that I wanted or, or a grant that I wanted. And I'm like, I'm the worst. Like I'm not, I'm not as good as everybody else. And I have to, and I'll sit back and I'll think about what my mentor said of don't believe everything you think. And that you have to just like get back to your center, believe in why you're doing this, believe in, in your project and and what you want to share and believe that other people are going to believe you and believe in you and, and getting back to that and just trusting the process can be so challenging, but don't believe everything you think. And that is one of the things I've carried with me for the last like 10 years. And it's, and it's gotten me out of some pretty dark places for sure. That's really powerful. That's really powerful because that is something that we, um, I, I'm not sure if, if you're familiar with hands of grace, ray of light, but that's actually the, the whole reason why heart of indie radio has come about was that, um, Eddie, our, our station director and founder, uh, saw that there was a need to, uh, promote kindness in schools and anti-bullying, but also that there was, unfortunately, there were lots and lots of people that were um, taking their own lives, young people. And so he started the suicide prevention program as well. And then, you know, that, that has been something really, I think, amazing. Uh, It's an amazing journey for, I think, our, our team, because, you know, every day you're out there trying to save lives and there are some that you aren't able to save, but that there are those that you know, um, do, you know, uh, get that positive message and they do know that someone loves them and that they're not alone. And I think that being able to change the mindset, um, 
is a, is a challenge, especially when you are, you know, maybe listening tonight and you are feeling alone and or you're someone that uh, is friends or a family member of someone who is going through a, a dark time and you don't know how to approach it. And I think just being able to gently say, you know, I'm here yes. and you're not alone and I love you um, yes. can really kind of alter someone's life. And I think what you said earlier about, you know, um, you know, those dark, those dark places that, w- w- that I believe we've, we've all come in, yeah. in contact with. And I think it's just tonight, I just felt a little stirring in my heart. I just wanted to encourage folks that, you know, if, it, if that's yeah. something that you're going through, you aren't alone and we are here. You can always DM us at Heart of Indy yeah. on Twitter um, or uh, email yeah. us at Heart of Indy Radio at gmail.com. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we, and we love you. Uh, I'd also love for our listeners to, to stay in contact with you, Parker Gray, because you are awesome. And, uh, and I think you've got a lot of really good things to say. Um, now I know you're on Instagram, but if yeah. you could just tell us your Instagram name and, and where, uh, you know, everyone can either hear your music that's coming out, or if there's a song that's, uh, been released now, what platform it's on, that would be fantastic. Yes. So thank you so much. You're so you guys are so kind. And I honestly, like it's been it's so great to chat and and I appreciate you to the moon and back to so thank you again for having me. Um, so y'all can find me at, at Parker Gray, P-A-R-K-E-R Gray, G-R-A-Y-E on the gram. Um, new music coming out this year. So you'll see it all kind of come through my Instagram. That's kind of where it'll start, but it'll be on all streaming platforms. Date TBD. Um, I'm so excited. I just can't wait to get music out this year. I'm just like dying over here to release, but, um, soon, very soon. That's awesome. Well, we're excited about the journey that you're on and expect nothing but great things from you. And thanks so much for just talking so candidly with us. And I think that, you know, just the, the words that you shared tonight were really powerful and I hope, and, and actually I know that they will have touched hearts tonight on Heart of Indie Radio. So thanks again, Parker Gray. And uh, listeners, be sure to follow her on Instagram and show her, show her your support. And let us know what you thought of tonight's interview. Again, you can DM us on Twitter at Heart of Indie or email us at heartofindieradio at gmail.com. This is your station, and we always are here for you. All right, you guys, let's get back to the music right here on Heart of Indie Radio.